Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to a very special episode of the Bro Ohio Podcast. We have a little interview with one of the cult heroes of the show, Brickzilla. Um, and sorry, guys, I'm here all by myself. The way the interview worked out, um, unfortunately, Rob was this is like this took place in the middle of the night, so um, unfortunately, it didn't work out. But we are so grateful that uh, Brickzilla took an hour out of his busy, busy schedule to come on the bro Ohio podcast and Brickzilla delivered. And what I didn't, uh, Brickzilla has a very interesting backstory. And for those of you that don't know who Brickzilla is, in case you want to turn this episode off or turn it on, if you know what I'm saying, Brickzilla is one of the, um, top male, uh, stars in the, in the adult film industry right now. Uh, last check, he's got about a 13 inch penis. With about a seven and a half inch diameter girth, so it's a it's a pretty pretty good sized sausage. If uh, for those of you keeping track at home, and if you go to your little your little Google search uh, box and you type in Brickzilla, you can get some pictures back of old Brick. Got a big old hook on him. It's a it's a different, it's a big one, big and scary, but apparently Brickzilla knows how to work it. You know, get that thing going, get it popping. But he's out in California right now filming some scenes, and he took the time to swoop on by the Bro Ohio podcast, give us a little about an hour of content. We are very thankful for that. And just as a disclaimer, folks, Brickzilla does indeed use some very colorful language and for the spirit of transparency and the unapologetic nature of this show for five years i didn't edit anything out so while he may use some colorful language that we don't necessarily use on this show just know that um it's no thought or uh, i guess no direct reflection on old rob dog and i and how we feel and how we speak but you know different people live in different parts of the world and they communicate in different ways but we're all on the same rock, floating through space, doing our thing, and that's why we uh, that all brings us together. But I just want to give that quick disclaimer. As you know, he is an adult film star. He's uh, been in the game for about three or four years now, and he's I think he's about 51. So it's an interesting story, guys, and he's going to tell it in this interview. If it's for you, stick around. If it's not for you, no sweat off our back. You know we're grateful. We're thankful, thankful for you guys always being here. 
So now would be the opportunity to uh, get out of town, maybe go back to the tall, hot, blonde episode. That's a funny one. Or Michael Jackson, Neverland Ranch, our origins. Lots of good episodes you could go back to and listen if this just isn't for you. But three episodes this week, that's exciting stuff. Hopefully that can be the new norm. That would be great, wouldn't it? Be great for everybody. So again, guys, this is adult film star Brick Zilla on the Brohio podcast. And that interview is starting after a quick word from a couple of our sponsors. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. All right, fighting out of Colorado Springs, Colorado, with a reach of 13 inches and a girth of seven and a half inches around. He's one of the true, king, true kings of the adult film industry and the fucking coolest cat we'll ever have on the Brohio podcast. Welcome to the show, Brickzilla. Brickzilla, thank you. Thank you so much for being here, sir. Yeah, thank you for even having the boy on the show, man. It's welcome to be here. What's good with you, man? You know, it's uh it's a Monday night. You know, I'm doing Monday shit. I'm your your Monday shit's probably a little different than my Monday shit. I had a I made uh I made pigs in a blanket for the kids and you know, some French fries running around this place like a fucking clean like Cinderella. I got a couple hours myself to do this podcast and talk to Brickzilla. So I'm over the moon, man. Like I told you before, you're like a fucking hero on this show. I got, I got guys, I got girls. They're following you all over the, everybody knows about Brickzilla now. So. (laughs) Wow, man. That's, that's dope. That's dope. I just want to, I just want to do the best porn as possible. You know what I mean? Make guaps, take care of my kids. Man, you were saying what you was doing all day. That was sounding lovely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, that's the life. Hey, that that's that's the that's what's bomb right there. Taking care of the kids, man. I will but. say, I will say this. Um, this is a cool gig, man. You got a cool gig. I got a cool gig doing this podcast. But at the end of the day, the best job I've ever had is being a dad to three little girls. So I know you can probably, uh, you probably rock with that. But that's the that's the coolest part of me. This podcast. This is just a character, man. But uh, being a that's dad. That- that's that's the coolest part of being a dad, man, is because like when I first became a dad, I had got an energy that was like was a, a strength that I never knew I had. I could do any and everything without a doubt for them, you know? Yeah, man, it's that dad strength. And I felt like they was a gift to me. Yes, sir. You know, just to give me that strength, you know? Yeah. So it's very dope. Well, I feel, I feel that man. And again, I don't even know if I introduced myself. I, my name's Nick, my co-host, he's Rob, but he's, uh, he's done went to the house. He usually eats dinner late about this time. He gets a big, uh, fat, nasty Whopper at Burger King and he goes, he goes home and he eats that nasty shit. So, but I'm here by myself and we're going to have a, we're going to have a good interview. I'm sure I'm not going to hit you with anything too crazy that you haven't been asked before. I've watched some of your yeah. interviews on, on YouTube it's good shit. I think you got <laughs> you uh you definitely got some good stories, man, but I just want to go 
to the to the I guess to the to the beginning how you got into the industry because just kind of like doing my research, I can only find videos going back maybe two or three years, but I don't know how long you've been in the game. But how how did you kind of break into this? Yeah, I'm gonna break it. Down. I'm gonna be dead ass, right? You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna front you and shit. I was doing demolition and I was bubbling weed in the projects in Brooklyn on Clifton between Marcy and Nostrand and shit, you know? Yeah. Boy, I'm staying with my stepmom, sleeping on the couch type shit. You know, I'm just complacent and satisfied, making sure everybody got toilet paper, liquor, drinks, and weed for the night, you know, rent paid. Then my stepsister, she comes to me. She was like, yo, you know, everybody called me born it in, born at the time, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, born, listen, man. I love you, born, but you bigger than the couch, man. You got to get up off that. You got to, like, I know you love being here, taking care of us, making sure we good, security for the door and all that. We all females in here, but my dude, you got to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not that nobody wants you here. We, we don't even want you to go, but you got to. She was like, yo, you know, we your stepsisters. We all seen you, you know, got a big ass dick. You know what I'm saying? I to be a stripper or something. And you can make mad crap. <laughs> hey, you know what? That ass. So I started Googling. So I figured, you know, I mean, you know, I don't know how to do it. So I figured you do it how you do it. So I said, I went in the Google box. I said, jobs for dudes with big dicks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, boom, right? so then this thing, Ken's website came across sexy jobs. So, um, Boom, say, yo, you know, I was bugging anyway. I was always getting high, dick, get hard as hell, drinking mad goodness style. You know, nobody looking, <laughs> take pictures of my dick. It's like, man, shit look kind of crazy. Look at it all. <laughs> so I had those shits already on deck, you know what I'm saying? Because I used to be on Facebook and shit, and they be having the private groups, you know, the shits where they change the name every two days. Yeah. And shit, everybody fucking knowing there. As soon as I post my dick, I get reported. I'm in fact. I didn't even know they had Facebook jail for six months at a time. They was shutting me down. One person straight up there fucking eating ass and Dude, licking toes. Shit, and doing dick. Shit. Yeah, as soon as I put my jaw up there, shit went boom. So boom. So I said, I right, must be about something. You know what I mean? Because I don't look at dicks. You know, I would have to be a, a looker of many dicks to know that my dick was abnormal and I'm not a looker of dicks. I respect that, dude. <laughs> so, boom, right? so, you know, I'm starting to expect this through these things and certain reactions from women because, like, you got to understand I'm fucking with Brooklyn chicks. Yeah. And they ain't going to let you know you got it if you don't know you got it. You know what I'm saying? They ain't going to put you on. Okay. Like, yeah, I ain't going to give you a big head, dude. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, so I put my own profile pics up there, you know, for sexy jobs. And the dude Mike Dirty from doghouse.com hit me up. This is like 2018 going into 19. You know what I mean? Boom. Did this little BJ video for like an um, audition. The next thing I know, I was filming, you know, and then like filming for a minute. You know what I'm saying? And then I stopped for a while. I guess I had put in so many films, he had to put shit out. Yeah. So that drop was drying up, and I was doing demolition and getting like 80 cash a day and shit. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, son. I'm doing dead ass demolition. Like, I mean, because I would bug out. You know, I like to work out and shit. Yeah. I like doing stuff. So they send me in a room. I break the whole shit down. 
be walking on, on motherfucking slats and shit like this by the time I finish with it. You know what I'm saying? So I $80 a day. I was like, fuck it, I'm getting guap. I need guap. I like guap. I like to yeah. get things. You know what I'm saying? Throwing a little weed on the side. So I ain't, you know what I'm saying? So after a while, I'm sitting there. Here goes the most amazing part of the story, right? So I remember, because I want things. You understand what I'm saying? But I'm figuring in my head, you got these dudes that build a building. They get paid a certain amount of guaps. Yeah. Then you got the dudes that watch the dudes to build the buildings. They get more than the dudes to build the buildings. Yeah. And then you got the dude that drew the building that didn't even bang a hammer, get more than all of them. I said, how can I build the building? Because I'm tired of tearing this shit down for 80 cash a day. Yeah. So, boom, I remember I was locked up one time. Up and down state, I was just coming fresh off the island for a bed, for a ratchet, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I'm like this. <sighs> no, just fresh off the bus. No, I'm big, strong. The food ain't up the park because I ain't laid my game down to get no commissary yet. I feel you. I'm like, yo, what I would, I said, I imagine myself drinking some cold milk because, like, that's my favorite drink is, like, whole milk, you know? So I'm imagining drinking, I get tasting and shit. Next thing I know, like 20 minutes later, dude, knock on the cell. Yo, we about to throw these milks out. We just got them out the freezer. We don't want to throw them away. We want to see if you want some. Six cold milks. So I said, oh, shit. There's something to this shit. Right? So after the film didn't pop for a while, I was sitting with my shorty and I was like, let me try that shit. Because, you know, I used to go to um, church and whatnot. I used to hear the preacher say, when two or more gathered in my name and agree on a thing, the thing is. So that popped into my head. Then the Lord's prayer popped in my head that ask as if it is already. And it is. So I was like, oh, how you do that? Like, I did it because I had got milk delivered to me. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, I know it sound bugged out and I don't care, but this shit work and I'm talking to you doing it now in California, y'all. So, so I'm like this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, ma, look, dig. So this is the two or more. Yeah. So I said, yo, wouldn't that be ill if somebody paid me for my dirty underwear? Give me $50 for my dirty underwear. And at that time, I had a little tumbler. And I had got a thousand likes on the picture. And I was like, I got a thousand likes on the picture. How can I turn that into a thousand pieces of guap? Yeah. You know, so then the you know, next thing you know, I don't know what happens in the in the oomph oomph of the boomph or whatever you call it. Sure. But once I think it and I say it with somebody that love me and they agree on it, that shit just happens. So now I'm reading in the DM. Hey, could I buy a pair of your dirty underwear? I'll pay you $50. I said, oh. That's you know, the hair on the back of my neck, right? I'm like, oh. So, so I said, let me try something else. So I said, it works good when it's shit you really, really motherfucking want. Okay. So I, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, yo, ma, wouldn't that be ill if a motherfucker was flying me in and out of states to take pictures of the kid? Mm, wouldn't that be ill? <laughs> Boom! Two weeks later, nigga hit me up on the Tittadumbler saying, yo, I want to do a photo shoot when you got your flight that I tell me what you got. Ah, 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 ah. Real money. But that's just all it is. 
So it's like every six months, it's like an elevation. I only been in the game since 2018, but I got in it into a creamy time, into a into a into a wet time, into a like aquatic time, into a time that's good for manifestation of thoughts. This is the time where everything builds. This is the time where motherfuckers even get instant karma. Back in the day, it used to take you a long time to get some drama back. He did to a motherfucker. Now they got it on YouTube. Happened right back to that ass. Yeah, but the side of that is true too with the manifestation right yeah so if you think it and you can dream it you can fucking build it buddy yeah it's not even it's not but but dig what i'm saying the profundity of the perfect present tense there's no could in that it already is yeah look at the word ready then you have already and then you put already is to it that's the profundity of the perfect present tense. That's how you ask as if it is. So it's a different form of speech, a different form of verbs that you use. All action, all perfect presence. Not I will, I do, I am. You're like because will only give off the vibration to will. You're like a motivational speaker and a and a porn star wrapped in one man. That's like the two for one deal. Oh, <laughs> uh, you think so, man? Now I just don't want nobody to think. That it's no big dick shit that did this. Because it's a lot of dudes with big dicks, man. That ain't doing shit. That's just what I'm saying. I'm trying to let everybody know it's this. This. In your head. As yeah. a man thinketh, so is he. Yeah. As a woman thinketh, so is she. As we all think, so are we. Recording in progress. <clears throat> Powerful shit, man. I dig it. I just chose to be a porn star. I could have been anything I wanted to be. I'm magic. You're magic. We all is motherfucking magic. I feel you, man. <laughs> you is by telling you who you is. Like they give you information, but they misinform you. Yeah. Let you know that you are a god. Yeah. They don't let you know. No, matter of fact, they let you know that you are a God, but they don't let you know you are God. Because we all one. We all collective motherfuckers. We are. You understand what I'm saying? We all the same motherfuckers, man. We just different shapes from manifestations from our thought, from our past histories of life, or whatever the fuck you're trying to do. Pick up some weights, nigga. Yeah, you're right, man. Powerful stuff. Like I go through tribulations in my life with certain females. That's only because I choose to. You know, when I choose a dead dad, I'm a dead dad, but I'm not a heinous dude. You know what I mean? I like to let shit just, you know, bite your own ass type shit. Yeah. That's it, you know. Well now now that we laid down your your origin story, man. Let me let me start to ask you some of these nitty gritty questions if you're okay with that. Let's get it. I'm okay with it. And I want to go back before you were Brickzilla, man. I want to go back when, you know, when you're 18, 19, 20 years old, hanging out, doing your thing. Um, did you uh, did you have an easy time with the ladies growing up or did you uh, how how was that for you when when you were kind of coming of age? Um, 
something's telling me to be honestly true. Yeah, man, let's do it. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll stutter. It'd be unflavorful if I was to fib, and it's not in my nature. So, right. I was like brought up in a home that was with a lot of pain, stress, and um, and anger. Okay. You know where I feared for my life did. Okay. Anyway, things happen. The reason that I did fear for my life, to make a long story short on that note, and I left home around 15, 16, doing them things that's going on, I was not able to enthrall or put myself into the social activities of dating or wonder if anybody was looking at me. I didn't even have the type of attire that anybody else wore at that time. I was somewhat of an outcast. Okay. I was looked at as the quiet bug nigga that might fuck you up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't know nothing about talking to a girl. So so in my youngest years was spent basically homeless. Trying to survive, man. Yeah. So an incident happened in my house where I had to leave. Sure. Okay. My life would be finished if I don't leave here. And I'm not built. I wasn't built like that yet. To like protect myself against somebody that raised me. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I left. I walked from Plainfield, New Jersey, all the way to Newark, New Jersey on the train tracks. That's a long story in itself. Mm -hmm. Anyway, doing the homeless stuff, started running into females, things like that. Most of them old. I got a big dick, went through a lot of the things with the bitches trying to control me. Because I didn't know nothing. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I didn't know how a chick could give it up. Right. I didn't know how a dude could give it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'd be the flyest nigga there not even knowing it. I'm going to store for niggas in front of bitches, but I'm thinking I'm just being a good dude to the person that I'm renting the room from. But in reality, they playing me in front of the bitches because they can see my dick swinging through my pants, but I don't know. <laughs> That's heavy shit, man. Well, it was shit like that. So it's like I went through so much that everything I'm getting makes me realize that yo, you know what? You was wrong. They was wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You are somebody. You know? It ain't just your dick. It just happened. It just happened to be that nobody liked you at one point. Now everybody on your dick, and it should be like that. Yeah. People played me. Like I'm talking about getting played out or be with my homeboys. Like I never knew how shit goes. A bunch of chicks around. Yo, boom, man, go to the store for me right quick. Go to the LQ. Yeah, I got you, my dude. Boom, boom, boom. When I'm gone, boom, boom, coming back. Shorty come back downstairs. She was like, yo, why you let niggas play you like that? Like, what you mean? Like you going to the store for niggas? I said, yo, those my niggas like, nah, I know how you looking at it, but they not putting it like that. Right. Then I had to go through because, like you know, at that time I was built like that. Mm-hmm. Saying so, I'm like, yo, how I'm gonna handle these niggas? And then I say, yo, just leave it alone. You know what I mean, I just gravitate to a different part of the country or something. I mean, different part of you know New York or something. Before, you know what I mean. So like that years right there, it was I didn't know nothing. Yeah. I, I, Found out that my dick was amazingly huge in 2018. Really? 
That wasn't that long ago. That wasn't that long ago. Well, to to stop you real quick, I don't know if anyone's ever told you, man, but uh, I'm proud of you for overcoming all that shit. That's a lot of trials and tribulations and struggles that you had to fight through, and I'm I'm proud of you for overcoming all that. You're a successful man now, and you're here with us, and you got a story to tell. You're not like you're not just a dick, man. You got a fucking you got a story to tell of uh, you know surviving, of coming out on the other end when a lot of people like you probably nine times out of ten didn't come out. Got got get lost in the middle someplace, but you got over it. You got through it, and here you are, man. You're here to tell your story. So, um, from one man, one man to another, I'm proud of you for for overcoming all that shit, man. I appreciate it, but I think I think I I look I, I appreciate all of that, man. You know, I appreciate all of that. But I kind of look at it is that I am so grateful for going through the shits. Yeah. It built you, man. It turns you into who you are today. So Yeah, because like there was a point where I regret where where there was a there was a lot of years I dealt with depression because of regret of going through shit. Oh, why did she do this to me? Why did they do that to me? Why did they, you know what I'm saying? And then it got to a point that's like, yo, you know, I'm tired of feeling like that. Something else got to get. You know what I'm saying? Then I realized it took like getting into like heinous situations and being built for it and getting out of it to say, okay, that's why that happened. Because I meant to go through this a little, you know what I'm saying? So I know I'm good. Right. Because it's like the worst thing that happened to me, I was good even though it was going down and that showed me that I'm always good. That's how I was able to leave New York and come move to Florida. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was during the pandemic. They had me booked up to do all kinds of shoots in the pandemic hit. Boom. Everything did it. Yeah. You know, it was just the power of the laws of the universe that I was able to stay in the hotels for months on a time. Yeah. With my girl and my son. You understand what I'm saying? Not working. You know what I'm saying? Just getting OnlyFans money and manifestation bread. Yeah. But I knew I could do it. You did it, man. I knew I could do it. And it was like so, like it was the pandemic. So the hotels was a little cheaper. Had whole hotels to ourselves. Like, you know, it was crazy. It was like fucked up but dope at the same time. Yeah. There was a lot of people that. It happened to me. I don't even look at it as nothing bad. I look at it as like a gift. Yeah, I definitely got to spend a lot more time with my family during the pandemic, and I got we got to bond a little more than we know than we normally would have for sure. Right. A lot of people got to find themselves. A lot of people quit work, started making their own guaps, doing their own like shit, man. A lot of barbers went out of business. Somebody in the house learned how to cut everybody's shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's crazy, man. It's dope. It's how it's supposed to be, man. Yeah. You know? It's how it's supposed to be. I love life. And I'm happy everything happened. I wouldn't change a goddamn thing. Beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you, mm-hmm. said, you said you kind of didn't have this revelation about your shit until, like, 2018. You didn't... Leading up to that, you never had, you never had like, anybody in your life say, man... <laughs> That is the fucking biggest dick that I've ever seen in my life, you know? So when I got to tell you how unaware I was with shit, like, I would see it after I found out, like, I would be with my stepsisters 
And they and then I would see in my head how the shit, you know, I come in the room and everybody sitting there going like this. But I didn't notice it at the time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they looking like that. <laughs> yeah. It's like they not going, it's like the type of females I was dealing with, they wasn't just going to put you on because I guess dudes they was dealing with, they, if they, you know, if you know about yourself, you're going to, you know, don't want your head to get big. You're going to try to front, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. It was like I was never really put on like that. It's like try to keep it a secret type shit. So you never like when you were experiencing intimacy before all this this wild ride started, you never said like, listen, I got to warn you. I'm not like these other dudes. Like I'm fucking I'm built a little bit fucking different before you. Nah, I would never say that. I just pull the dick out and they'd be like, oh, my God, is it? It took it took like like for me to hear that about 20, 30 times for me. Like, OK, I must have a big dick. Now, I know there's probably a lot of haters associated with this. Have you ever been accused of having a fake dick? That was one question that Rob had. I was like, he's probably, you know, there's probably people have accused him of that before. Yeah, yeah I, saw, I saw a dude on Twitter. He said, it's, that's a fake dick. And I was like, if this dude only knew, I wonder how much guaps it take to make a fake dick. I wouldn't care how much dick I did it didn't have. I wouldn't spend that on no dick. No, do some work with that guap. I know that got to cost some guap, like at least two, three, four G's or some shit. I'm not. Come on, where I'm getting that to spend on a dick? What I'm, you eating after that? I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to go to Applebee's. I'm not trying to buy a fake dick. You know. <laughs> yeah, you trying to buy a fake dick, and you need sneakers and shit. This shit leaning in the back, <laughs> and you in Harlem. Yo, you in Harlem? You in Harlem with your Nikes leaning in the back? <laughs> no, not. You know, even the bums, even the bums got fresh feet in the hall. You know, you can't do those. <laughs> Have you ever been with somebody that, like, once they did see it, they're like, "No, fuck this, fuck that. Yeah. We're not doing that shit. I'm getting the fuck out yeah. of here." Yeah, that's yeah. happened. That's happened. Like, a lot I was on, I was on set one time and that happened. Shorty was like. Hey, oh, nah, fuck, hey, that's not, hey, that's not going, yo, I, I'll give you some money, you ain't, that's not, I was like, you know, I felt a little kind of way, because I wanted to get it in, but you know, I was like, it's all good, you know. Yeah, I can't, uh, that's money on the table, man, you can't, I mean, you can't walk away from that, I, I guess you can, but. Yeah, 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 it is what it is, though, you know. Yeah, I, I can imagine that, that, I would thought that it would have happened, more, well, maybe not on set. But I would have thought that, hey, that's probably happened to him quite a few times in his life. Yeah, that happened. That happened a couple of times. How does um, I guess when you're trying to draw that fine line between your personal life and Brickzilla, you know, you're you're you can't be uh, it may be different for you, but I can't be the character that I portray on this podcast all the time. There's a fine line between, you know, Nick, the dad. And then Nicolicious that does the podcast. Uh, how do you go about defining that line between, you know, I guess your personal relationships and then the, you know, the on-screen relationships that you have to portray for the camera? Well, this is the, this is the thing, right? There's really no, no, no fine line. It's okay. all met together and put together dope. You know what I'm saying? Like Lego sets and shit. There's no... But the only thing with this shit, once you put it together, it just meshes and shit. There's no lines in that shit and spaces. Cause like I'm Brickzilla. Like I love the fuck. <laughs> yeah. 
You understand what I'm saying? So if I'm home, I'm loving the fuck, you know? Like, like I don't portray nothing. When I'm getting on that screen with this girl, I'm loving the fucker. Yeah. You understand? I mean, there's no really differentiation. Brickzilla is is the essence of me, is the monster of me giving my all to everything and enjoying everything. So there's no fine line. I'm always I'm talking to my daughter. My my voice is the same. My gesticulations is the same. You know what I mean? Not use the curses of a course, but you know, boom. You know what I'm saying? It's still the same demeanor because like I am who I am. And like, you know, in this millennium, there's no future in front and I can't do that good, you know? Yeah. Just a just a real dude. Just a real motherfucker. All the way around, like like today, look, dig, right? On the plane on the way here, right? So, you know, dude behind me on the plane, you know, I guess he got long ass legs and shit. You know, I just keep feeling the back of my ass getting rubbed on, like, you know, so I'm being easy because, you know, so hot. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so I said, excuse me. You know, and I even made sure I didn't put too much larceny in the tone to make him feel like he had to be combative. Did my best. It's like, excuse me, you will have to stop rubbing your knees across my ass. <laughs> in the back of the I mean, how nice can you say that? Yes. Yeah. So, boom. He goes and does it again, right? So I goes like this. I said, you felt that? That's because your knees was on my ass. You wasn't supposed to feel that. <laughs> that was So then acts like, I guess he's used to like, I guess, I know, I, I think for other people, I know people don't know who I is. I know they, I know they don't, I know they don't know how swift and good these things work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? These things work like Jason Bourne for free on it. Yo, <laughs> anyway, right? I know he doesn't know that. Right. You know? So, Yo, he's getting gully, yo, da, 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 this and that, saying all of this and that. So I'm easy, right? Because I'm easy, I'm easy. And then we get off the we get off the plane after all of this popping Boku shit, after I already knew this. You know what I'm saying? He don't even want to get on the bus. I say, like, don't get on the bus. Now I miss your shit because you was popping shit and think I'm going to fuck you up. But all I'm going to do is laugh at you. <laughs> Softer than baby shit, dude. <laughs> softer than baby shit. One, I already knew motherfucker wanted none of these. I just got straight scud missiles, son. Like shit. That, that was actually that was actually one of my questions. I was I was like, you know, looking at some of your stuff, trying to do my research on my end. I was like, dude's kind of shaped like an athlete, and I didn't know kind of what's your um. You got a workout regimen, or you got a diet you stick to, or how do you how do you keep you at uh you gotta stay in shape for the camera, man? What's the uh What's the secret behind all that? I run a six of a mile, a six of a mile every morning. Wake up at four. Well, I try. I was gonna do the Superman regimen shit, but I'm, I'm like, like, if I don't drink, right? Which like probably I try to drink like twice out the month. Like some days, like I, I really should be on it every other day, but like I probably work out four times a week. Yeah, I'm supposed to really be doing it, doing it. Like in the days off, doing yoga, but I run a six of a mile basically. Let's keep it real three times a week. Work out like probably four times a week around four o'clock in the morning. Hell yeah. I do yoga, you know what I mean? Resistance bands and shit. 
because for some reason those form you real right. The resistance man. Yeah, those are good. I like them. I like them better than weight for some reason. I like how I like my pump after I use them more than my pump with my weight with weights. Okay. You Hit a lot of resistance band, you know, a, a box, you know, I got the little the bag in the crib, box, all of that, kick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just stay in shape because, like, I know the strong I am, the strong I look, the better I look, the better I'm going to look on screen. So it's like every workout is making me make, make a better scene and shit. You know what I mean? Is there, when you're getting into that mindset, like you're going into a scene, um, I guess there's a certain, you have a certain regimen you go through to get yourself worked up to where you need to be, or you just show up and like you see the girl and you're like, I'm ready to fucking go. Or is there like some, what, like what's your process to work up to where you need to be where the, we can turn the fucking cameras on. So it gave it, um, tell them to give me 10 minutes. Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm a, okay. I'm going to just keep it real with you. Keep it real, man. I mean, I guess okay, so you're like, a fucking like, hero here, like, so this is all you. Like, I position myself in places to look at the girl in a creepish manner. Yeah. And, and like, you know, I might be, she's over there getting dressed. You know, I'm about to film with it, so there's nothing wrong with it, but I might, you know, play myself, shit, do my little stretches and shit, and make up a scenario in my head. Once I got the right scenario, it's on and crack it. Have you ever had, have you ever had, uh, have you ever struggled before? I know some guys struggle yeah i've never struggled my fucking life which i guess that's a blessing in itself but um how do you get past that mental block whenever you're when you're kind of dealing with uh the nerves or whatever's got you not working um consistency or it's 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 that you just do what you got to do if something don't work it just don't work that time and that's all it is yeah Cause it works more than it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, I can. I mean, I, at the same goddamn time, who's like Jesus Christ? Serious? <laughs> what's Wait, working like that? What's like a once, once or twice really ain't gonna fucking matter. What's man. a busy like a a busy week for Brickzilla? What's that look like? How many how many scenes are you doing and doing in a week? Three, three. That's a busy week. Yeah. I feel like that's all, a. I feel like that's ten, a good, all might be ten straight. Yeah, do it ten straight for the month. Okay, that's yeah. not, that feels like a good balance where you're not burning yourself out. You can still, you know, I guess deliver yeah. like you need to deliver and still be, uh, you know, still be good. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's the total mind state of the situation that will carry you through anything. Solomon had many wives, a thousand concubines, and fucked them all. I'm a king too. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> You know, so it's like it's like because I looked at it, it was like so I mean I'm supposed to say I'm getting tired of getting pussy. <laughs> no man, <laughs> you're living. You're um. You're I'm living. You're. Li- no, it's not. I mean, like let's fuck all day. Two. T- I mean, there's times I did two scenes back to back. Like I worked for Pinky Triple X and did two scenes back to back. That's you tough. Know I mean, work. I, I like to work like that. Okay. I feel very efficient on days and days like that. Yeah, you know, like real truck. Yeah, like you earned yeah. your fucking, you earned your your money that day. Yeah, the director's happy. You know, got Sorry. a serious thumb shot. We just made some good motherfucker. Oh. Earned your guap that fucking day. That's right. 
Earn my blocks for sure. Okay. Blocks. That's good. Have him looking at me like he might want to give me a tip and shit. <laughs> <laughs> do you have um? I guess you can name drop if you want, but do you have a favorite uh, talent that you've worked worked with so far that you're like kind of looking forward to moving, you know, circling back and doing that again? Are you not allowed to say names? I'm kind of I don't know the the professional etiquette when it comes to this. I mean, I don't know the etiquette either, but I know I, every time I think I found a favorite one, I get another favorite one and a favorite one and a favorite one. Then I can't say which one's the favorite one because all of them is favorite in different categories of the shit I like. And it's like everybody is just dope. Like I will film with all of them again. Yeah. Anytime. Like look at them. Like Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. So you haven't had a bad experience yet? Nah. <laughs> even if you did, it's all right. Even if I did, like, like a bad experience is going to occur. That's going to happen. Yeah. I'll, I'll react to the experience if it's actually bad or not. Like, you know what? Like some shit could happen to somebody. Like, it's like this. Like, I put myself like this. You know how some shit could happen to somebody else and you hear about it. And you're like, oh, shit. All right. But yep. that shit happened to you and hit home. The same shit, but it yep. hit home. Right? You know what I'm saying? I just realized that shit ain't happening to me, and it's not happening to me in my home at all. So Everybody like, can I have a bad day at work. Yeah, so like, like, but oh, I don't, I just distance myself situation because I'm a hands-on type of dude. Yeah. You yep. know? I don't want to, I don't want to cause no problem or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to be, you know, in a detrimental situation either so, but it's never been nothing like that everything is cookie crunch do you have a like a plan right now you're saying to yourself like all right i'm gonna get this fucking bread for 10 years and then it's a wrap are you trying you have like a you just trying to do it until the wheels fall off or what are you thinking i don't know man It's like I'm so I'm so entrenched in the cost total competition comprehension of this law of the universe, man, that it doesn't matter. I could do whatever I want whenever I want. Just here for living. Like it's like it's like um it's like I'm in a it's it's like I'm in a paradise type land. I'm just walking and I'm thinking of stuff and it's bloop falling on the ground. You know? Why would you ever want to stop? I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. So for I guess for the for the for the dudes out there that aren't blessed with a a, a thirteen inch monster, what, you, what kind of uh what kind of advice would you give to the guy that you know is kind of working with the uh, the average equipment? I guess what kind of sex advice would you give him to to make sure he's the the best lover that he can be? Be your motherfucking self all the way. Cause that's what a bitch really like. Yeah. It's all about that. The energy, man. Yeah. I will you know say. I will say that, man. You're a fucking vibes. So that's pretty cool. You're a cool dude. <laughs> you cool cat. That ass. Good lucky. <laughs> um. Well, like I said, I had a lots of you know questions you've probably been asked a thousand times before, but 
let's go back to our theme real quick for a second. Have you ever had have you ever had any paranormal experiences, maybe a ghost or a spirit or anything that you kind of like, hey, what the fuck was that? Or any type of seen a creature in the night? Anything? I see you smiling, man. You got something to tell me. What what uh, what kind of shit have you dealt with like that before? Okay, so me and my cousin, right? I got the goosebumps, you see? I see him, man. Yeah, you're, you're great, so man. You got, you got something to tell me. So me and my cousin, right, we like to, um, we used to stay in the den and shit at night. You know, back in the day, you click the cable box and try to look at the titties and shit between yeah. the squiggly lines yeah, and shit. Yeah, I was there. We trying to get the titties. Like, oh, that's a nipple, nigga. Oh, look at that shit. <laughs> No, that was a pussy. He's like, no, it wasn't. So, yeah, I used to joke with us. You don't know if that was a man's butt. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah, I used to play with him like that and shit, you know? Yeah. So one night we fell out and we have, it was like a, the couch is like right here. It's a glass table here. And then the TV, you know, one of the big floor model shits to sit on the floor to stay on for you. Oh, my favorite. Shit. shit, you could close up like that and shit, right? Magnavox or some shit, right? So boom, right? We had pushed the table a little closer to the thing, right? Because we were spinning these like tops and shit yeah. on the on the while we was laying. Because he's laying this way on the couch, I'm laying this way, and we spinning these tops on the table, like you know, trying to fight them and spin them to each other. So boom, we fall, we about to fall asleep. When I swear to this, how crazy it was because both of us saw it. We saw some shit. Had to be about this tall. Wow. You know how, like, you can see a silhouette or something. Yeah, you can't see it, but you can see it. Yeah, a big head like this. It, it looked like it was green. It had spots on it and some long ass motherfucking arms. Mm. And the asthma pump was on the table. My asthma pump was on the table. And when it walked by, walked by like this, and the and the fingertips hit the asthma pump, and the asthma pump was. Spinning you know, like that, and the shit just walked through the door. So me and him, me and like like we were scared to death, right? So me and him looked. We got up and looked. The motherfucker was already over the hill, and then we saw a light. I don't. And you guys both saw that. We both saw it, and we kept asking him, asking him, "Yo, you saw that? You saw that?" Oh my god! No, we was asking each other. We knew we both yeah. saw it. Because we had the same reaction at the same time. I, we went right upstairs, didn't sleep down there no more. I feel like, I feel like, I feel good right now because I feel like that's one of the first times you've shared that story on like a, on a recording yeah. platform before. I shared that story with anybody, yeah. <laughs> Other than my cousin when we talked about it and shit. You said it walked outside, like through the wall? It walked through, like they had, like like my cousins, they was kind of rich. So they had like the, the big patio with the sliding glass door in the den type shit, you yeah. know, basement TV shit. So it walked through all of that. It had walked, yo, the motherfucker had walked through the wall over here where the bar was at, past the TV and hit the asthma top. That shit was spinning like, and we were spinning tops. Yeah. That shit. Yo, that shit was like, and it had just hit it, and the motherfucker walked right through. And by the time it had got like how it, how it was getting lighter, it was disappearing as it got lighter, as the light got lighter towards towards the sliding glass door. Yeah, but you could still see that it went through the shit. Yo, that shit. Was big. What do you What do you think it was? 
we we are, I, we believed it was an alien. Oh, because yeah. it was like an alien. It looked like an alien. That's that's what, the only thing we could explain the shit. We didn't want to think it was a ghost. I would rather think an alien than a ghost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like motherfucker, you might not come back here. You know what I'm saying? One of my next questions was I was going to ask you about aliens, but I was about to say whatever you that thing you just described to me sounded kind of extraterrestrial in itself. Like it was just kind of on a mission. You guys were kind of uh, you guys are kind of lucky you didn't experience more than what you experienced right there. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. That's good shit, but yeah. is that the only um, is that kind of the only paranormal experience you've ever had in your life, or is there anything else? Only that that's 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 basically the only other time. Man. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, though. That's basically the only other time, man. Yeah, and that was enough for me. Yeah, do you, do you uh, do you believe in like extraterrestrial life, or you think there's aliens out there? What's your uh? I happen. I don't want to be dogmatic or anything. I happen to know there is. Okay. How stingy my mind would be to think that I'm the only life in this universe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what, like, I, that's what I preach. That makes sense. Yo, there's times when I smoke a blunt where I make bars that are so hard. I know them niggas sent them to me because they didn't come from Earth. Yeah. Well, my thing is when I'm uh, kind of reflecting on this stuff, uh, I'll just go outside and look into the sky. And then I think to myself, you know, that vast darkness in the sky, that shit goes on forever. It never fucking ends for as long as for as long as time and space. This, what, what you see, it never ends. So how selfish of me would it be to say, hey, I'm the only dude like this. There's a lot of people that believe there's like alternate universes where everything plays out exactly like it plays out here. So it's just a it's like a like a film on re- on on repeat where that's the same thing happening over and over. But I don't know if I necessarily believe that, but I think there's other life forms out there. I happen to believe I happen to believe in different dimensions where like, I happen to believe like for strong reasons that they're like right on the side of me. It's another dimension going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I happen to believe there's another dimension where you know, I'm I'm this kind of person. I'm that kind of person. I happen to believe there's a dimension for every like, you know, state of mind a person can be in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I believe it has to be. You know what I'm saying. And that's a lot of what a lot of people describe, kind of like what you saw in your uh, your cousin's living room. That there's like a veil between di- between dimensions, and every once in a while, when the energy and the world is just right. See it. You um whatever is there, you can see it pass through just like a little ripple in time, whether it's um you know, something like that, extraterrestrial, or even even something as silly as like a Bigfoot or a, a ghost that it's just kinda like that veil just breaks v- uh for just a moment and you can kind of experience what's on the other side of that uh on the other side of that curtain, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and I had a I had a um I had an angelic experience. Okay. You know, I had an angelic experience. I was living in the Bronx, right? And um, anyway, I'm big homie, and I had like a house full of. It was like a whole lot of people there. A whole lot of they was like you know my homies and stuff, but they was from a different um side or whatever, you know. So um, came to a thing that I was just coming into like getting to understand this shit with these chicks, like, cause they started coming around me a lot. I thought maybe cause I was bubbling weed, they was coming around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
But anyway, long story short, they seen that I was strong. I had these, but that was like by myself. I ain't had my own homies. I was always with the bitches. Yeah. And so came to one night, they phoned on me, tried to kill me. You know what I'm saying? And there was a point where it was all going down and everything slowed down. And I was getting hit with bats. And I actually like seen like 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 wings like coming over me and then like um because they was fighting in the kitchen earlier and broke the window out so the window was already broke yeah i ran on a fire escape and i had took my do-rag off and my head was busted nothing but blood just came in my eye and son said just run and just jump i couldn't see nothing and i swore to god something carried me Cause like I'm jumping over the fire escape this way and the ladder's here. I just jump and I find myself on the ladder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Came down and jumped over two other extremely high fences, which I really don't know how. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I do remember seeing like, like little, little, like, little, like, 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 like kind of like, like, not kind of not in cellophane, but like you can see it, like it's dead, but you have to really look. And I mean, I'm talking like when it was boom, it was just, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, that's 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 what really gave me the understanding that that the law of universe worked. Cause like if that happened, cause I was like, there was nothing. I didn't work out that hard where I could have took them blows like that. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that's deep. I didn't, there was nothing, there was nothing in me or about me that was built like that. Yeah. I was supposed to meet my demise. You understand what I'm saying? But you didn't. But I didn't. <laughs> that was the angel. Cause I, I literally, and I, and that wasn't the first time I seen the wings. There was one time I was homeless and it was so cold in Brooklyn and I was just checking car doors. Cause I had to sleep. I was so tired. Yeah. And the car door was open and I laid down and I just swore, you know, it was cold, but my feet were hurting. Son said, take your shoes and your socks off. I got you. You got to get some sleep. Took my shoes and the socks off as cold as it was. Next thing I know, I saw the wing again and I just got warm and went to sleep, woke up and it wasn't no problem. Man, you, um, I'm sure you've been told this before, but I think it would probably be, uh, a good idea for you to try and write a book just to kind of document your um, your travels and your story and kind of where life the the direction the, the path that you had to take to get to get where you're at man it would be a good story you know at the end of it sex always fucking sells so you got, you got an awesome story to tell and then y'all get you got the the fucking sex aspect to to throw on the on the tail end of it yeah, sex is. I love sex, man. <laughs> I mean, I love the smell, the feeling, the aura, <laughs> the lights, like the camera being all close. I'm in my head, like, yeah, get that motherfucking angle right there. So, was it? <laughs> I guess the cameras would be something a little different in the in the beginning. Did you have a hard time with the cameras at first, or were you just like a natural born performer where you're like? This is my fucking shit. This is what I'm, you know, I got I this shit. Problem. I had the problem I had was that I felt like a slut and I didn't know if it was good for me to feel like that being a man. Cause I got in front of the camera and I was just so open. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I was just so, 
Oh yes! Oh my God! Just look at this. We got the fucking, we got the fucking, we got the cameras running. You know, but I'm not saying that out loud. But yeah. you know, I'm like, damn, fuck is you a slut or something, nigga? You like, like yo, fuck it, you love it. You know, kind of like kind of pinch be like, act like you, you know, act like you've been here, act like you, you know, kind of act like you're not too excited. That's what sometimes you know, uh, I'll try and. My kids, I'll tell them, like, I got a, I got a, you know, special fucking, you know, uh, surprise for you. And then I tell them, I know they're excited, but they'll try and, like, play, like, you know, oh, okay. they're trying to act like they're not excited. But that's kind of how, you know, I would have to be in the same boat where you just, like, in your position, just think to yourself, I got to act fucking cool, man. I got to act fucking cool. There's, there's times when I, I'm not going to name no names, but there's times I film with, with, with females where I was like, 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 totally astonished and amazed. Yeah. And then for them to feel the same about me was baffling yeah. to me. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like no star. Like, like I'm, I'm do, I'm, I'm, I'm me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like to hear a star, 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 or my director say. Yo, you know she wanted to film with you bad. She was, and then for me to see it, and then like, yo, this is so and so, and they want to meet me, like. (laughs) Have you have you developed any connections since you kind of like your your rise to fame here? Have you developed any uh, any household name connections where you're kind of like on a you know, maybe a friend's basis with some of these people, some uh, actors or actresses or musicians? The directors. Yeah. Not too many actors, but directors, yeah. And right. directors and owners, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good shit, man. I think. Throughout my whole life, no matter what realm I was in, if I was in jail, gang, um, selling stuff or whatever I did, uh, for some reason, I always met the bosses. Yeah. Like, mingled with, like, the bosses of the thing. Right. But I was cool with them. I never, like, really... I noticed throughout my life it was like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's good shit, man. I think... Uh, well, I have... Um... You know, I have I've gone through all my questions here. You gave me some good shit. You gave me the the fucking awesome alien story I wasn't ready for. No, I never in a million years did I think I was gonna go into this interview finally with Brickzilla and be and, and say to myself, This guy's got a good fucking alien story. Out of all the shit that we talked about, he's got a good fucking alien story. So I'm yeah, glad I, <laughs> I'm glad I got that out of you and uh most of all, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for taking the time out to uh, do this interview with me and be on the show. I know you're um, you're a busy man with a busy schedule, but you uh, found some time for for us, and our listeners are going to be excited to to hear from you, man. So your your Google searches are going to go; they're going to fucking shoot up here in the next few days. <laughs> <You promise? So. laughs> okay, I appreciate that, man. All right, anyway. I'm about to go down in California. Come back up, relax when I seen them all and shit. And you have a dope night, you heard? All right, boss. I appreciate it. Take care, man. I won. All right, see you. There you heard it, guys. That's Brickzilla. What a dude. What an interesting man with an interesting story and an interesting tale to tell. I think uh, 
like I said, the Brigzilla himself. Brigzilla needs to write a book because to go from uh, where he where he came from, sleeping home. He said he was checking doors. So fucking cold out that he was checking doors to find just a warm spot to stay for the night. And now he's living a plush lifestyle, traveling Florida, California, living every man's dream. And he did it from from rags. Good story. So I hope you guys enjoyed our time with Brickzilla. I'm going to send him another message and thank him for the time that he spent with us. And I hope that uh, that was what you guys all waited for. There was probably a lot of questions I could have asked that I missed. But, yeah, he was a good dude, good, solid story. And he saw a fucking alien on the Brohio podcast. Fucking alien. All right, guys, thanks for listening to this episode. And uh, we'll see you next time. I'm delicious. Nicolicious. All by myself. Fuck you, Robert. You guys. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.